Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host and caretaker of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This spine-tingling story, Story Club members, might make you bundle up with the chills. It's one I call Mr. Plyter the Spider. Bobby Sinclair knew there was something strange about his new homeroom teacher, Mr. Harry Plyter. For one, he moved into the two-story house directly across the street from him, which wasn't all that strange at first, of course. The house had stood empty for a few months. No, what was strange is that at night, Mr. Plyter rarely had any lights on in his house. All the neighboring houses on Weaver Street did, with shimmering blue lights flickering from television sets and kitchen lights ablaze from supper and snacks. But not the case with this new teacher. Total darkness when the sun went down. Did Mr. Plyter go to bed early, or did he simply sit around in the darkness? Either way, it was weird. To add to the weirdness, about a week or two after the new resident pulled out the for sale sign in the front yard, neighborhood pets started to disappear. Mrs. Stapleton's cat, Furry Tom, vanished. The goldsmiths lost their dog, Jerry, too. That was so strange. Jerry, a little terrier, barely went outside. They put him out at night just for a few minutes, and that's all it took. Jerry wasn't in the yard anymore. He wasn't anywhere and Mr. Plyter's house stayed dark. Bobby made sure that his gray schnauzer, Mr. Scruffleupagus, went nowhere near that house, just in case. He'd mentioned this to his parents, but they thought he was being paranoid and unfair to the new neighbor. Pets get lost all the time, Bobby's dad had said. Sometimes they find their way back home, and sometimes they don't. And that was the end of that discussion. At school, Bobby kept a close eye on Mr. Harry Plyter. He wore glasses, dark eyes, and thick black hair and a full beard. One thing he'd noticed about his homeroom teacher is that he always wore long-sleeved shirts. He had thick, dark hair on the backs of his hands, which reminded Bobby of a monkey or something. He figured his teacher wore the long-sleeved shirts, even in the usually warm September, because he probably had hairy arms. 
He wore his shirts buttoned up and a tie too. Mr. Plyder was the only teacher who dressed this way. His ties were silk and almost always had a design on them that reminded Bobby of spiderwebs. He joked to his friend, Randy McGee, that Mr. Plyder was a spider. Randy didn't get it, but it didn't matter. Bobby laughed at his own joke. He didn't realize how right he was. Mr. Plyder kept to himself. Bobby noticed. During lunch, when the other teachers sat together, Mr. Plyder sat alone. And if he did happen to sit with the other teachers, he kept to himself, usually sipping some kind of beverage in his thermos. That was strange, too. He never saw Mr. Plyder eat any solid foods. He only sipped the contents of his mysterious thermos with a long black straw. Maybe it was blood? The blood of the pets he'd captured like Furry Tom and Jerry? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Bobby's friend Randy said. Vampires drink blood. He can't be a vampire. He's walking around in the middle of the day. Spiders are like vampires. They suck all the blood from their victims. Spiders and humans aren't the same thing. Spiders are spiders. People are people. No, he's really a spider hiding inside a human suit, Bobby said. Did you fall on your head too many times as a baby? Randy laughed. Then, one day, it happened. It was nighttime, and Bobby couldn't find Mr. Scruffleupagus. He usually liked to have his favorite dog in his room while he slept. He asked his mom where he was. Oh, I let him out, his mom said. He kept scratching at the door. No, Bobby said. You can't let him out by himself. He rushed outside to find his dog. There was no time to explain to his mom. Calling and calling, his gray schnauzer was nowhere to be seen. And Mr. Plyder's house was dark. Time to go over to his house and ask him. Bobby went into the garage and grabbed a flashlight and some bug killer spray. If anyone asked, he was zapping a few mosquitoes. He felt a little stupid. Maybe Mr. Plyder was all right. Maybe he was just an eccentric guy who was also a little shy. Maybe that's all. But the fact remained that pets had started vanishing right around the time he showed up. Coincidence? Bobby crept up to the porch of Mr. Plyder's house. The two-story house stood silent. He knocked on the door. Nobody answered. He rang the bell. Still no answer. Maybe his homeroom teacher went out each evening? Maybe that's why his house is always so dark? Nope. His poor spider stood in the driveway. Wow, what kind of teacher could afford an expensive sports car like that? Sneaking around to the back of the dark house, Bobby spied the storm cellar doors. One of them was open. He snapped on the light, took a breath, and walked downstairs. Hello? The cellar was dark and smelled like musty, wet paper. As he descended the dusty concrete stairs, the spiderwebs grew thicker. At the bottom of the stairs, a network of spiderwebs filled the cellar. But these weren't ordinary spiderwebs. They were as thick as nylon cord. Bobby set down the spray and touched one. It was as strong as steel. Oh no, he couldn't pull his hand free. It was stuck. Something hissed from the darkness. With his other hand, he shone the light. It was a large spider the size of a man, but not a man. Hanging over a chair was deflated skin, a human skin. He had been right. Mr. Plyder was a spider hiding as a human. The web was filled with silken bundles, the size of cats and dogs. Oh no. 
Mr. Scruffleupagus whined behind him at the top of the stairs and wagged his tail. There you are, Bobby said. Where were you, boy? The spider didn't get you, but he's gonna get me. Mr. Plyder climbed toward him, his dark, shiny eyes peering at his prey. Bobby fought to pull his hand free. He needed that bug killer spray. Mr. Plyder the spider hissed, bearing two impossibly large fangs that glimmered in the glow of his flashlight. Bobby broke his hand free. He grabbed the spray and raised it just as the giant spider was upon him. He released a blast of poison spray into the monster spider's face. Okay, sorry, that one was a little too creepy, but I can't resist a good story like that. Let's hope the bug spray was extra strong, or Bobby may have found himself bundled up like those other silken bags of prey caught in the web. I'll tell you what, next time I go shopping, I'm going to seriously stock up on bug spray just in case somebody like Mr. Harry Plyder moves into my neighborhood. Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, a 10-year-old alien from the planet Florp who's trying to protect the Earthlings of Pflugerville from troublemaking mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.